This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the uh, Thursday, October 26th show, Hammerdown Racing Report. On the show tonight, as you uh, probably saw earlier, if you're watching our Facebook uh, uh, live broadcast, it probably looked like... Well, I... Something like that. Yeah. John Bailey, we got to call him here shortly. He's the uh, owner of the Palmyra Hilltop Speedway thing, Majiggy go-kart track. We were also, uh, no, we're not canceled. That's actually him. He was, he's concerned. We'll actually call him here in just a second. Okay. And um, what else were we talking about? I forgot. Well, we've got a lot of things to talk about, yeah. Scott, but why don't we get to John? Let's, let's because get John on the phone. Yes, we're uh, a little bit behind schedule here. And, and, and he may have a busy schedule tonight, yeah. so let's get John on be considerate of other people is that what you're trying to say and 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 we can talk about we can ramble on for hours if we need to oh yeah all right well john bailey as uh we were mentioning earlier i got his name or his phone number here um, let's see i'm sorry the number you have reached is no longer in service no because i'm using the right line this time oh Come on, Scott. Those buttons are hard to push. Nice Tough see. job. Oh. Look at that, and it's ringing. You doubted me. You guys are crazy. What? <laughs> Give me one good reason why I wouldn't. Now he's not going to answer. Or he dialed the wrong number. I could be, too. Hello, John. John? Hello. Mr. Bailey? Yeah, this is John. Hey, John, it's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller from Hammerdown Racing Report. How's it going? Pretty good. good. We, good. we had some uh, technical difficulties with our uh, Facebook Live broadcast. We had no audio. We had to fix that. So we're we, a little. We have a highly technical studio here, and uh... we're a little bit behind schedule, so we do apologize. Sure. Anyway, uh, John, ba- right. John, John Bailey on the phone with us, uh, owner of Racers Connection. And uh, when did you uh, acquire the. The uh the, the go kart track up there in Palmyra. Well, it's been uh, one year. It was uh, last October first. I signed the signed the lease on it, and I've uh, been working on it ever since. I, for some reason, I thought it was longer than that. But uh, anyway, uh, you built a, a dirt track. That was like probably one of the first things you did then once you took ownership because you put that together before the uh, beginning of this uh, past season, right? Yeah, we. I started working on it and. Well, it was last November, and when I decided that we should we should have a dirt track. Okay, and, uh, I've been reading. It's turned out pretty good. I've been reading yeah. and hearing a whole lot of good things about it, John. Um, it, it just seems as though you're trying to fit everybody in and and be fair to everybody. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, go ahead. Uh, well, that's the new. Uh, thing i'm trying to learn is how how the heck do you be fair to everybody you know and it's um chrissy from oakshade gave me one bit of advice um when you make a rule stick to it don't compromise 
And uh, that's that's what I've been trying to do. <laughs> All right, well, before we uh, delve too much into uh, what's been going on up there, can you give us a little bit of history about the the track? You know, I've, I've seen it up there on my way up to uh, Michigan International Speedway many times. Uh, are you familiar with the, with any of the track's history? How long has it been around? Well, that track was origin- originally built in 1959. Uh, wow. The asphalt speedway. And from what people are telling me, there was a dirt track there before 59. And... Uh, I can find traces of it. That's right where I put the dirt track uh, that we built this year. And um, now, that when you, I remember the first time I visited the Speedway was in 1968. They had a, a division of uh, twin-engine McCulloch. Oh wow! Uh, Go karts, and uh, they had chainsaw motors on them, and I was hooked. You know. <laughs> So, so, how did you come about uh, acquiring the the facility? Well, I was taking my one of my grandsons over there for a little. They had a driving school for kids, and next thing I know, we're buying a go kart, helmet, jacket, gloves, neck brace, sure, you know, and going over there. Every time it would well, last year we had all those rainouts at Oakshade. And uh, it just seemed to fit. The grandson and I were going across the street. And we found out that the people that were running the place, their lease was up, and they weren't interested in in uh, re-upping on the lease. So I know the guy that owns the place. I gave him a call. A couple of days later, I was signing some papers. Man, Renee said this was the good, the good phone number to call you on, and you keep cutting out. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, when when you purchased the track, then uh, were you uh, did did you have the plan to uh, build that dirt track? Uh, you know, immediately, or, or did that come about uh, afterwards? Well, not originally. <laughs> I was going to promote the asphalt speedway, and. You know, Scott, just like you and Ron both, you guys got dirt in your blood, man. And uh, there was a big field out in the back. I asked the guy, I said, do you care if I put We're losing you. Oh. You still there? Can you hear me now? now yeah, now we got you. Okay. Yeah, I just decided to put the dirt track in. It only took about a month. And... Uh, my buddy of mine brought his tractor out, and we started digging. Next thing you know, man. Now, I've heard a lot of good things, as Ron has. I, w- I got a chance to go up there, I think it was in uh, August, and for one of your Friday night uh, programs, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, the kids of all ages, including uh, adult kids, and it looked like everybody was... Yeah, there's some really big kids that I've been hearing <laughs> yeah. from. If anybody, by the way, has any questions for John about the operation or, you know, what ages the kids can start at or how old you got to be, um, you can either message us on Facebook, and we have people monitoring that, or you can give us a call on our phone line, which is... 419-214-0949. I knew that. Yeah. So, I mean, go-kart, uh, go-karting, it's 
I don't know if I if I just have not been uh, aware of that world. It's kind of a rebirth, Scott. There's I mean, there's tracks all over. I've seen like a tornado speedway. There's a little with a little E or something. Right. Um, there's a one down towards Fremont. Yeah, is, is I can't skunk, remember the name of skunk it. Skunk Hollow is that still there? I, I don't. That doesn't sound familiar to me. But I mean, do you? What what do you, what is your opinion? I guess uh, you're more closer to this than than we are. You know the health of uh, of go kart racing is. I mean, and these are all dirt tracks too. Is this you know this a growing thing? Is it going to keep growing? Well, I think in my case, I've been promoting it pretty much. Actually, bought go karts for different people to get them there. You know. And uh, our best night this year, we had 25 carts. And uh, also, I pay, I pay out, you know. I mean, it, it's just like a small version of Oakshade. Um, when we have a good night, it's $100 to win. And then it goes down to 75 and 50 and 40 I think I pay the top five every, every night we race. I, I missed it there for a second, John. How much did you say you were paying to win? A hundred. Really? Why I, I was surprised I didn't see you this summer, right? Well, you know. He's got an outlaw go-kart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It pays a hundred to win. You know, at, on a normal Saturday night at Oakshade, I pay that fuel guy that much in fuel. Well, how do you think I was paying? <laughs> I, boy. Uh, this could get complicated before I'm done, but I think I got to have a talk with my fuel guy. Now, for for people that are interested in getting into uh, go kart racing, uh, what is there? What do they need to do if they want to race? You know, at the at the dirt track up there. And actually, what is the official name of that go kart track? The hill, Palmyra at the hilltop speedway. What what's the official name? The official name is Palmyra Speedway at hilltop. Palmyra Speedway at hilltop. The dirt yes. and you got the dirt track and the asphalt track. Road yes, track. that's correct. Now, if somebody wants to get, uh, you know, thinking about getting into racing, they want to get into go karting. Uh, how how would, how how they go about that? Well, first of all, come down to the racetrack and um, hang out in the pits, talk to fellow racers. Um, then, if you want to buy a car, they're all online um or you know i can suggest yeah you know in starter coat um we've got drew smith from ocean he's been racing uh jesse jones uh one of the, the my biggest helpers has been uh dan Diner, who used to run evergreen oh yeah they call him iron man dan or pirate dan he's been uh <laughs> Helping with the preparation of the dirt racing circuit, and, uh, but it's easy to get into karting. I mean, you can go online and find a go kart for four or five hundred bucks. Um, so if you win, got a guy, sure, you win four or five sure. races, and, and you've already paid for your kart, right? I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> if the I first kart that I bought was was five hundred bucks, race ready. Huh. If I won four or five races, I wouldn't pay for my summer's fuel bill. <laughs> Oh, here you and your fuel. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get him to cut me a deal, you know. All right, you got uh, one last uh, racing program on the schedule for this year, John. 
Yeah, we're going to race. Um, the heat is uh, right now. We're holding pattern. We're going to race either tomorrow night or Saturday during the day. Tomorrow night or Saturday during the day. Yeah. And uh, how can uh, people keep up to date on what's going on? You got a Facebook page, right? We do. And next year, we're going to spend more time on Facebook. And uh, I've got some really sponsors that uh, they signed on for three years. Um, I would say keep an eye on my Facebook page. Now I said we're going to do some goofing around in November, but uh, my my payout is going to end this weekend. It'll be our last money show. All right, and I I believe I shared a, a post uh, from your your page on the, the Hammer Down Racing Report Facebook page, so people can get to it from there. John, we're going uh, actually next year. You got uh, plans to run the asphalt track and the dirt track, or uh, or just one or one of the two? Well, it's looking like Friday nights on dirt and Sunday afternoons on the asphalt. And the asphalt is still a, a road course type track, correct? Yeah, is this wrong? Yeah. Yep. It is. Still has the one right hander, but the winter project is to put in a third straightaway, and it's going to be like a triangle. So they'll be all left handers. Okay. So a little polka now. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, John. Well, we, we appreciate it. Good luck this weekend, and uh, appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. I uh, appreciate it. Thank you a lot. All right, we'll talk to you later. See you, John. Okay, thanks. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard to hear the bad connection with the phone, but uh, yeah. So tonight we're plagued with technical yeah, difficulties. Yeah, well, I I blame that on his phone. Notice, notice how I'm taking no responsibility for any of this, none whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Well, All look right. what we side of the desk you're sitting yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, I want to plug our uh, sponsors. If you would like to be a sponsor of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Uh, Get a hold of me. I got my contact information on uh, our Facebook page there. That's it. Uh, send us messages, whatever. And uh, and it's the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. You oh, can, is that you, what it is now? That's it. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I didn't realize we had up that uh, sponsorship. but uh, Hey, yeah. when you're paying the big bucks. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. it. You got to pay for that fuel to get here that you probably bought from John Bailey, right? That's it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's so, the Ron Miller Ron Miller Race Cars Studio, and and you can hear us every every Thursday at seven o'clock. Hammerdown Racing Report. And for all of your from the racing, Ron Miller Race Cars Studio racing needs and services, uh, give Ron Miller Race Cars a call at 419-279-0100. That's my cell phone. You can reach me anytime, or the shop number is seven three four eight five six seven two two three. That's eight five six race. Wow. Pretty cool, huh? So a few tracks we're uh, racing uh, as we get late, late in the season here. We get we move further out uh, from the uh, Metro Toledo area here, northwest Ohio, I guess. Uh, Merritt Speedway was uh, running. Eric Spangler and uh, Chad Bauer uh, were the uh, winners up there for their Indian Summer Special. Spangler and Late Miles Bauer in the modified. Spanky has been absolutely on fire this summer. Um, he he won the American Ethanol American Ethanol. Uh, series for late models um just had a spectacular season i think was well, he the, he's not the it was uh mark coolier mark coolier was the champion of that right. series 
Right. Uh, and I think Eric was uh, third overall in UMP national points. A pretty good year for him. Yes, it was. Uh, Kokomo Speedway, they had the Kokomo Clash 11. 263 cars in the pits. Two nights of racing, yeah. That's, uh, that was that was just Saturday That night. was just Saturday night? Correct. They had a lot of racing. Yeah. How late did they go, do you know? Uh, I don't know how late it went, but I know they had 43 race events. If uh, uh, if any of our listeners were there, they could give us uh, an update on what time the last last race went off. Wow. Uh, Mike Spatola, big uh, winner down there in the late models. Jeffrey Erickson Jr. was the modified winner. Tyler Courtney in the sprints, Shane Cottle in the midget. Uh, they had 85, uh, 85 of those 200-some were uh, modifieds. That was on Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of things going on there. Toledo and Flat Rock have uh, released their uh, opening days for next year already. Really? A lot of tracks we don't, won't get a schedule until February. You know, I won't mention any tracks in name or in particular, but... Uh, uh, anyways, Toledo Speedway is going to open up on Saturday, April 14th, my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Brian. Uh, a little bit ahead of time. They're going to have the Spring 100, a 100-lap uh, uh, ARCA late model feature and a 100-lap uh, ARCA outlaw bodied late models as well, both at Toledo Speedway. And then Flat Rock opens up with a regular program on Saturday, April 28th, which will probably be the opening night of uh, Oak Jade as well. Uh, regular show at uh, Flat Rock, late models, figure eights, and street stocks as it has been, uh, I believe, since uh, the 70s. Cool. Uh, also, uh, they announced both tracks. Something new for the uh, figure eight series, street stocks, and uh, enduro factory stock divisions is uh, they are going to make the head and neck restraint system mandatory. And those are available at Ron Miller Race Cars. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what kind of price range are we talking about for those? You know, uh, Scott, uh, there is an economy economically priced head and neck restraint uh, in the $300 range from a company called ZAMP, Z-A-M-P. They they make helmets. They make head and neck restraints. Um, I've tried theirs, and uh, it's not a bad unit. Hmm. All right. What do you so, think about uh, – do you think this is a trend that's going to be going to other – Classes. I, I really think so. Other I, tracks? I, I believe it's going to be mandated by the insurance companies. Um, any, uh, do you know any dirt tracks that mandate that? Eldora. For all their classes? Eldora. Do they? Well, that's yes. a, and that's a big track, too. So that makes sense. I don't think I'd want to hit the wall without one of those. Um, I, I believe that dirt. I don't car, want to hit the wall at I, all. But I, I believe that dirt car is going to be requiring it for at least their late model series. That's just speculation, but I, I really think that's going to happen. Now, do you use one personally? Not regularly. Okay. <laughs> Will you if it's mandated? Yeah. Okay. I know you're a rebel. I just didn't well, sure how much. All right. That's all I got for the racing roundup uh, locally. Um, national News, Martin Truex won at uh, Kansas. Uh, his crew member, Jim Watson, had died of a heart attack while in town for the race, so... There's that. Another Dick. big demolition derby. Not quite as bad. Well, as, yeah, I did see that one big crash. I didn't it, actually watch the race, but it, I saw that. It, it Eric Jones or something. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't quite as bad as Talladega, but they certainly used up a lot of cars. That wreck kind of looked like a Talladega wreck. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. Um, Darrell Wallace Jr. is going to become the uh, first full-time African-American driver in NASCAR Cup 
since uh, Wendell Scott in 1971. Driving for Richard Petty. Richard Petty Motorsports. In, in the 43 car. So what's that mean for Eric Amarola? Whatever happened to him? He broke his back, didn't he? At, uh, was yeah. that at Charlotte in uh, May? Yeah. I, I'm not Has he sure been back he's, in the car? I'm not sure he's signed on. I think he's back. I'm mm-hmm. not sure he's signed on with anyone for next year. There's quite a few top-notch drivers that um, are losing at musical chairs right now. Uh, eight drivers left in the uh, Monster Energy Cup Series playoffs as they made that cut after Kansas. Those drivers include Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, Kevin Harvick, Jimmy Johnson, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, and Chase Elliott. Not sure about Jimmy Johnson. Boy, he just doesn't seem to be, catch a, be able to catch a break. And uh, He's still in there. What do you mean? Yeah, he dodged a few bullets yeah, in, yeah. Okay. In, in, the, in the nationwide or in the uh, cup race. Not a big Jimmy fan, but. Yeah. Um, did you happen to catch anything? Uh, there were a lot of uh, replays on Facebook, uh, if you didn't catch it live, but the Xfinity race coming to the checker. Uh, Christopher Bell, of course, won his first uh, Xfinity car race I missed uh, that. in six races. Uh, he beat uh, Tyler Reddick, but uh, Eric Jones was leading coming into the third turn. Uh, Christopher Bell made a bonsai move. It wasn't a bonsai move. It was a good move. He dove to the bottom, used the momentum, and— Slide job? <laughs> I didn't see it, so I don't know. <laughs> Scott— I'm... Yeah, they were calling it a slide job, but that's what NBC announcers live by. You know, if they came to a dirt track, they'd understand what a real slide job was. But this was just a good move. Uh, Christopher Bell dove to the bottom, used the momentum of running down the hill in three and four, and clearly passed, clearly passed Eric Jones uh, and went back up to the wall, and Eric Jones drove right into the back end of him. I've seen that a few times at Um, dirt tracks. You know, those are called people that don't like the slide, slide jobs being done on them. Scott, the cup drivers have spotters. They have mirrors. Well, if it's in front of them, they have a windshield. They too. have a windshield in front. Oh, absolutely. You need tomorrow to just take a look. I'll have to, and, I'll have to uh, check that out. Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit more next yeah. week. The uh, and This yeah. is Eric Jones, the same one that uh, caused that big wreck the next day. Oh, that's the one. Okay. And, I, I and see went, where you're going with this. And, and, and he went for a heck of a ride. Yeah, but uh, obviously he has no throttle control at all. It's either wide open. He must or, have stuck. Yeah. I'm sure that's what happened. Yeah. He drove right into Christopher Bell, uh, ended his day, wound up going from 1st to 15th. Oh. Uh, Who ended up winning that race then? Uh, uh, Christopher Bell, his okay. first his first okay. ever Xfinity race. Uh, full, Pretty much... Uh, had been a full-time ARCA racer, I believe. Uh, good guy. Good racer. Looks like he's 12 years old. But, you know, you know I had, I've noticed. All, I'm all not of those quite, guys do. Yeah, I'm not quite as old as you, but I've noticed as I've aged that uh, everybody's starting to look like they're 12 years old. Well, especially in the yeah. truck series and the Xfinity series. Um, well, you got to keep fr- fl- fresh blood uh, coming up through it. the ranks oh, to keep no, the series no going. No question about that. So uh, Cup Series at uh, Martinsville this weekend on Sunday, 3 Boy, o'clock. there'll be some bruised feelings there. NBCSN, and I read somewhere that uh, the weather report doesn't look good, and they have uh, brand-new LED lights. They spent millions of dollars on these lights. They don't have a night race, but it could be the first-ever night race if they do get weather, and it's pushed back later in the day on Sunday. So that could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, Lewis Hamilton uh, won the U.S. Grand Prix in Austin. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
And then uh, they go to, I think, uh, Mexico. I think that's the last uh, Formula One race. You were talking to, uh, you got some news about uh, Millstream. Yes. I called it yes. Flag City. Which I'm yep. we, talked, Millstream. we talked just briefly about that last week that I had run into Mary Beth Rowe uh, at, at an estate sale. And, and we talked briefly. And Greg Rowe gave me a call at the shop this week. That's at Ron Miller Race Cars. <laughs> He's got your number, obviously. He does. Yeah. That's 734-856-7223. But uh, they've got big plans for the spring. Um, He was bouncing my ideas around me, as Greg is wont to do. And uh, They've run a a go-kart track, or is it a four-wheeler track? They They had a four-wheel track. That's what it is, okay. In in the infield. I I don't know if they've done anything with that this summer or not. Uh, I like the track around the outside of that. Yep. Yeah. They've they've been working very hard bringing the track back to their standards, which are right up there. Oh yep. yeah. Um, but I. I so are I, they are they going to be running a program next year? I guess that's be, the big question. They'll be running a program. What I suggested to them is that if they look at some of the other area tracks, um, those tracks are very consistent in the program that they present. Uh, if it's a late model program that is, is your strong point, run those late models every week. The fans know what to expect. If you're a sprint car track like Attica, the fans come expecting Fremont. to see, and Fremont, they come expecting to see sprint cars. I think Millstream's um, more of a sprint car track. I told them whatever they decide to do, and yes, I'll be offended if they don't include <laughs> late models, but whatever they decide to do, run a consistent program. And I think that's going to be the key to their success. Well, I like what the Hammers did when they were running it, no relation to me, uh, where they had the uh, the stock car, you know, the support group, because you need, you need the support there. Right. Where it was uh, run your own run, your, run, run, your, run track your own track rules, rules. Yeah. yeah, which I thought was and kind of That Greg, allowed a lot, of, a lot of, you know, area drivers from, you know, Fremont Attica, yep. Lima, Greg Rowe and I talked about that at length. Okay. Um his feeling was that the guys would show up with an oak shade car, would put tires on it that uh, were Lima Eldora legal, which gave them a decided advantage. So um, he's going to make sure that he has copies of everyone's rules. It's on so, the website. So that, you know, when they show hmm. up, you can verify that, yes, that's the way you ran your car on Saturday night. Any idea if he's going to, uh, if it'd be a weekly thing, or is this going to be a special event kind of thing uh, th- as it's been speckled about? I think it's going years. to be. And is he running the show? Or yes. Is it, okay. Um, purely speculation, but I believe it's going to be a weekly sh- weekly track. Uh, he did bounce around from, uh, bounce off of me that it's going to be a Sunday show. Uh, which it historically yeah, has um, been, which is good. Hot laps, like. 4, 4.30, racing going off at 5, um, with no reason you can't be out of there and on your way home by 9 o'clock. Cool. Um, it's easier know. said than done. We, but... we talked about the fact that midsummer the sun is your enemy. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be hard to get enough moisture in the track. He said he thinks he can deal with that. Okay. Um, what about in-ground sprinklers or something? You know, those have been tried at some <laughs> other racetracks, Um and in theory, it sounds great, but uh, those reticulation systems uh, kind of overlap each other, and you wind up with wet spots and dry right. spots. So you think with technology, really a water, the way a it water is. truck does it best. All right, good. So you heard it here first. That's it. Millstream speed is it going to be Millstream still? 
We're not going I, back I to Flag City Motors. No, I think it'll be Millstream right. Speedway. Cool. Uh, opening spring of 2018. And if we have any more details, we will pass that along. Yep. And Hope. he'll probably be the guy that gets it. Uh, the inside scoop? Probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about what's coming up uh, this weekend. We were going to talk some drag racing, uh, but that kind of fell through, unfortunately. That's it. We were going to be talking with Kirby McLennan, area super drag racer, uh, and we're going to have him on sometime in the next couple of weeks. We'll try and get him on. Um, Milan Dragway is in action, or uh, maybe. Weather's not looking so good for this weekend for a lot of tracks, but uh, if somehow miraculously uh, it clears up and isn't too bad, they're going to be running the Napa Super Saturday, uh, or it's Napa. Napa Super Saturday, Liberty Gears Junior Dragsters on Saturday, and then uh, we built one of those a couple of years ago at Ron Miller Race Cars. Did you? Yeah. Did it have your phone number on it too? Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> it was seriously. It was it was a lot of fun to build that. Cool. And then uh, Sunday they got Test and Tune going on. That's this weekend, Milan Dragway. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, Palmyra Speedway at Hilltop Dirt Track. That I believe is the title. We're gonna have to work on that title. With John there. It it's, sounds it's, like a mouthful. It is a little, I don't know. It's a cool track, though. Across from oh. Bailey's Body Shop. Originally, they're scheduled for uh, Saturday night. Gates open a four racing at 6. I think I saw he posted something a little bit earlier that they, they're they considering racing uh, tomorrow night if uh, the weather looks bad. So, Yeah, so they're probably not going to rain tomorrow or race tomorrow night because I think, yeah, I just saw forecast earlier tonight bearfield they uh, finally announced what's going on yeah what do you think exciting. about that uh the 28th uh, saturday late models are you going i've been watching the weather oh <laughs> I, I i'd have to put the, the roof back on the late model we haven't run that since the uh, topless race at oakshade oh my goodness that'd take what 10 minutes 10 minutes yeah. yeah yeah and the outlaw car is already tucked away neatly in the trailer ready, ready for, for- New Year's Day at the hangover race, yeah. But uh, those things are subject to change if the weather looks good. Well, Halloween, they're calling it Halloween Havoc, and uh, they got late models, modifieds. Remember that, the modifieds. Super Stocks, Bombers, and uh, Front Wheel Drive pits open at 3, racing at 6.30, Bearfield over there in Fort Wayne. Uh, They just built that dirt track uh, at the beginning of the season. And then, of course, Montpelier. Uh, Motor Speedway, right down the road from Bearfield. What, About 30 miles. 25 minutes, something like that. Yes. They're having the Monster Mash 11, which has been on their schedule for all year. And uh, they're also running Modifieds. So I don't, that's kind of, they don't. Yeah, but Kokomo had how many, well, mo- that's true. How many I guess, mods the week before? Yeah, that's true, 80, 85. Eight, eight, so, yeah. yeah, I guess you got two great, huge you, field You split them in half right? and you've still got more than enough. Super uh, Streets, Thunder Cars, Front Wheel Drive Compacts, Mod Lights, uh that's Saturday night as well at Montpelier Motor Speedway. It's a lot of racing in Indiana. Where are you going, Scott? I am going to Tiffin. Really? Yes. I. The boy, the, my son. He's, oh, that's uh, he's right. been that's doing right. real good in cross country. That's he's right. uh, like got the eighth best time, I guess, in his division or something. So, wow. so I'll be watching him. So unfortunately, my season is over. Um, Atomic Speedway, they're going to be in action on November 4th with the Trick or Treat 25s. Racing now, seems is, to keep going. Is, is in, that the Atomic Speedway Waverly, in, Chil- Ohio. in Chillicothe? Yeah, yeah, down there. Still, it's Ohio. Right. In November. Yep. And there's racing, so that's kind of cool. They're going to have uh, late models, so you could go to that, too. Modified sport mods and compacts. Oh, and uh, Montpelier, they have a rain date as uh, for, as, for the uh, Monster Mash, November 4th. Ooh. If they get rained out on Saturday. I wonder... Wonder if Bearfield oh, will will do that, that too. 
I haven't touched my car since the Fremont thing. Well, yeah, that's true. I don't. Bearfield didn't have a rain date posted, so I guess we'll tune in next week and we'll let you know. Uh, Summit Motorsports Park, they had that Halloween Classic. It's been going on all week, continues through the 29th. And that's it. That's all I got. That's me too, Scott. Is it? All right. I guess that means uh, we're about done. Thanks to uh, John Bailey for calling in, uh, or we called him, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, our uh, iHeartRadio channel. I suppose uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. For those of you that listen on the podcast, we will have our iHeartRadio channel shortly. We have been submitted for the channel, and it says it takes uh, two two weeks or so. So we'll be on the iHeartRadio app, and, which uh, they're having a free all-access weekend. Really? Yeah. This is part of my other job promoting that where they have like special subscription things where you can uh, basically it's like one of those uh, HBO free preview weekends as as truly great as our shows have been I see no issues at all with us getting our own iHeart channel upcoming shows uh, you know as uh, we approach the off season of racing things are kind of settling down here try and get some uh, racers wives in talk to them we want to see what uh, what the thoughts are from the people that sit on the other side of the stands and maybe we could get Jamie Grachowski to tell us how he feels about about Amy racing because you know he's a spouse of a racer well but they're both racers or have been at one point or another yeah. so I don't I don't know about that well all right Danny Schlenk we'll try and get her on absolutely I don't think she's raced has she what's that has she raced ever no, anything uh-uh. no she's, yeah, we ought to talk to Rusty her, her, get her, in a car. her dad raced and Obviously, her husband races, but uh, yeah, it'll be good. it'll be a lot of fun to get some input from the folks that sit on the other side of the track. And yeah, and if uh, you guys out there listening, uh, if you have an idea, something you want to hear us talk about, or, or someone someone, you'd like to hear on the show, shoot us a message. Let us know. We'll see you next Thursday. Thank you. We out. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.